Well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I hope you are up enjoying this day. <laughs> we have the first nice day here in gosh, the last few days. It's been a little bit rough. It's been a little bit cold, a little bit rainy, turning into snow and wind. And um, it just feels really, really amazing to have a sunny day. I am sitting on the porch. The birds are out. The blue sky is just enrobing, <laughs> just enrobing me, and it feels so, so lovely. It has been a minute since connecting with you. I, I try to publish an episode on a fairly regular, you know, weekly basis, but I was out of the state for a couple of days, and I am, um, I'm also in the process of moving homes, so my life is a little bit uprooted at the moment, but I could not not record this episode today because <clears throat> this episode is truly a once-in-a-lifetime episode, and the next time I would be able to discuss this with you or the next time it would be the only time it would be fitting to discuss what I'm about to discuss with you would not be for another 165 years. <laughs> Maybe 165 years from now this episode will be replayed by the future generation of folks. Um, but it's important to know what energies are circling around us and to have an anchor to help guide and ground us into the present moment, which is what I will be offering from the Rider Waite Tarot deck, which I'm going to explain in the second half of this episode. So let's cover the energy coming up in the next few days, because you're probably wondering what the heck I mean when I say <laughs> 165 years. So Let's go over it, shall we? Um, so on April 12th, everything is about to shift. April 12th, 2022, you, me, we, the entire planet is entering a significant portal. Jupiter and Neptune are conjunct in Pisces. And this is a once-in-a-lifetime transit. Um, Jupiter is the planet of luck, expansion, adventure, optimism. And Neptune is about our dreams, our hopes, our desires. And they're entering Pisces. They're conjunct in Pisces. And Pisces is that watery, enchanted, romantic, um, imaginative, dreamy, it's fluid and childlike. So we have all of these energetic qualities that are brewing and they're creating their own magic, which is placing us in this portal, <laughs> this portal on April 12th, which is aligning us to dream to expand, to go forth with optimism, and above all, believe. Jupiter and Neptune. So Jupiter and Neptune come together every 
approximately every 13 years. But the last time that they united in Pisces and the sign of Pisces was 1856, which was the peak of spiritualism. And the next time that they will align this way will not be until 2188. So let me just remind you that if you believe that you aren't here for a purpose or something great, you absolutely are because you're here at this very time in existence to experience the significant portal. This time, on April 12th, this time is all about expanding your spiritual awareness opening up new levels of consciousness. It's like an upgrade for you. It's an upgrade. It's a spiritual upgrade. (laughs) And I love an upgrade, don't we all? You know, sloughing off the old and moving into something new and something exciting and something that we haven't experienced for 165 years. If this is not significant to you, you might as well turn this episode off. And I don't think I have anything more to offer you because I am just so giddy with excitement that this is happening. Um, so we are moving from one paradigm, one state of consciousness to the next. And here, and the the energies, you know, Neptune, Pisces, Jupiter, it's holding you. It's holding you so you can wholeheartedly believe that every single dream of yours can become a reality. They can become a reality. You know, we have this opportunity to create um, and to manifest, you know, setting, you know, I, I teach at, I, I've taught quite a few new moon rituals and I'm all about letting you know to expand the awareness that you can be, do, have, create anything that you want. You know, new moon portals, that's the time to, to ask. And, but there's more, there's, other times in our life other than just the new moon there's other times like this april 12th portal that are inviting you that are aligning you to believe and to to manifest to dream i i understand that that was a lot to digest but it's all good things right so now that we understand this portal and its magnificence I'm going to offer a tarot card, a beautiful, sweet one at that, because tarot cards hold wisdom, and we can use the wisdom of the tarot as an anchor and something to come back to, you know, like a mantra, um, like a mantra, in a way, like, it's kind of like a centered thought, so we don't get, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes is so we don't get lost in the sauce and there's a lot happening energetically there's we are shifting into a new a new time something we don't experience very often this is our only time to experience it so lots can happen and you know it's important to have an anchor again something to hold us to ground us to center us something to come back to so 
without further ado, I represent to you the, I present to you, I present to you the Empress. This is the third card. This is the, this is from the major arcana of the tarot. So it's like this big sweeping theme. Okay. So the Empress card represents, I I would recommend to, if you want to know what the Empress looks like and a way for you to connect with her and this energy is to pull up, you know, a picture on your phone or, you know, those who read tarot, draw this card, set this card on your altar, sleep with the card under your pillow, um, place the Empress card next to you as you journal, you know, really feel into this card. So, um, the Empress card represents fertility, maternal energy, beauty and abundance and this doesn't mean that you have to be a female to work with her energy because we all we all carry both masculine and feminine energy where it's a balance you know the the feminine though the feminine energy allows us to be open to receive (laughs) something so deeply injured amongst many people, right? Um, To receive care, love, nurturance. You know, a little side note that's made me think about like nurturing, nurturing our body is that even our food, like it's even hard for us if you live in the United States, it's hard to receive nurturance, like to receive nutrients from even our food supply, um, to receive nutrients and nurture ourselves. You know, it's so corrupted. It's really quite sad how diminished and um, over-processed the food that is really created. You know, food is here to not be our comfort blanket. It's not here to love us. Food is here to provide us, you know, we, we need food to survive. But so much of the food that we're putting in our bodies is just it's it's not actually nurturing us so um okay the feminine the feminine way it's soft yet strong passionate dreamy watery lunar um it's the feminine is feeling our way through it's sensing over logic but you know the the masculine masculine uses logic and you know masculine of course that has its place and its time again we need both but sometimes sometimes we can use and we're invited we're invited to sense into things to use our instinct to use our body to to trust in our body to guide us Uh, the feminine way is soft luscious it's velvet a milky rose water bath violets blowing in a field moving through space and time in a dance in a way that enrobes us into the moment empress teaches us to nurture our little seedling of an idea that is at the basis of our manifestation yet to come she represents the mother and even if you aren't trying to conceive a child what idea again the seedling what are you growing 
What's growing in that belly? (laughs) Every concept that we see, touch, hear, smell, hold, and enjoy in this time and space was once an idea. It needed a tender touch, a protectiveness, a belief. I always say when you have a dream, when you have a dream, keep it internal for a while before exposing it to the elements, right? Before, um, keep it internal before telling everybody about it. Um, you know, it, it needs to root first. It needs to root. It needs to get some ground underneath it so it becomes thickened, strong, and has resilience, you know, before it comes up into the external world, right? It's in the ground, it's getting fed, it's getting nurtured, it's held, it's cared for. And then once it sprouts up, you know, it has more of a chance to make it because it already has those roots. So the same thing goes, the same thing goes for your manifestation and your dreams, like hold it inside, nurture it, care for it, feed it all of your love and all of your hope before, you know, before being so forthcoming and telling the world about it. Um, so hold the belief, believe it will come so Jupiter is here for this Jupiter believing it, <laughs> believing it, having optimism. Um, but don't give up so easily. You know, things take time. The, the seedling that we drop into the earth and cover with soil, it doesn't sprout overnight. So just because you don't see your manifestations right away, it doesn't mean that they aren't on their way. Hold that vision, hold that hope. Um, one of my most longed for manifestations, it took, (laughs) it took over a year, no, it took more like two, three years for it to come to fruition. But I wasn't intentionally, um, you know, I wanted it, but it wasn't until I started doing certain practices, which I'll share with you in a moment, until I did, I did these practices for over a year more like two years, but somewhere, I'm not counting, somewhere in between one and two years. But what I did in the meantime, before that manifestation came to fruition, and before it fruited, became before it came my reality, that was something that in the meantime, I, I wrote about it. I felt into it. I, I tended to it with belief. I dreamed it up so expensive expansively and so beautifully and doing it again and again the next day in the morning in the evening I would write about it I would get I would get excited for it um my dog is um if you hear a noise in the back he's pawing at a moth that is on the ground and he thinks it's his friend but I think he just killed it (laughs) um but yeah with this this, this manifestation, you know, I was writing about it. I was getting excited for it. But most importantly, I was trusting. I was trusting the process just because it hadn't happened yet. I didn't just give up on it. I kept going and I kept dreaming into it. I kept feeling into it. And that's so important because now it has come to fruition and I can celebrate it, right? It's, it, it, it went from an idea. It went from a concept and then it, 
it, it went from an idea and from a concept from being, you know, nurtured into the external reality. So it's very important to hold that vision for it. Um, so the Empress, the Empress calls us into our bodies. It's an, it's an earth card. The Empress is one of Taurus's cards. Um, so nurturing our own bodies to loving ourselves richly, not passing off the responsibility for someone else to do it for you. Like you take care of you. Um, Empress calls us into play, into flow states. Um, you know what? What is that flow state for you? What what gets you into a state of being and allowing and flow and fluidity to where you're not thinking and you're not forcing your way through? Um, for me, it's dance, yoga, singing. Um, those are mine, but other ways. You know, gardening can get you into a flow state. Um, gardening would be wonderful, especially in the season of spring, like getting yourself into that soil, onto the earth. That's so perfect for Empress. Um, but cooking up a beautiful meal, drawing, creating music. So again, just to receive, to receive, we must be open and allowing. Think for a minute this is interesting. Think for, think for a minute how closed off we are, right? How closed off we tend to be in a given day. Um, so I'm talking shallow breathing, uh, clenching our jaw. The frontal plane of our body is so often caved inwards. I learned a lot of this from yoga and it brought me awareness from yoga and I I also um, had a massage therapy practice for a while, which really, it just made me very aware of people's bodies and what we do with our bodies. So um, a lot of times the frontal plane of our body, it's, it's, it's clenched, it's flexed, it's, you know, happens from sitting, sitting at a desk and typing, driving, we're so rounded in the back, we're hunched in, we're hunched forward, we're, you know, on our phones, and we're just sitting in this little, this little shape that we morph our body into, and we're so closed off. And, um, you know, we're, when we do that, when we are closing off when we're in that position what we do is we symbolically we close ourselves off from receiving like on, on, on an energetic level we're displaying that we're not open to receive we're closed off we're putting these walls up around us and yoga is so great for physically opening um, there's postures that open up your chest and your heart I like to practice this every morning where I open up my chest. I do like, they're called heart opening postures to where my chest is just open, right? Like my arms are behind me and I'm kind of like in a back bend in a way, but there's many different heart openers you can do. But when you practice those, um, you can say, and what I say to myself is, I'm open to receiving. I'm open to receiving love. I'm open to receiving abundance. I'm open to receiving joy, happiness, connection. So 
open yourself up to receive all the good things. You know, say it to yourself. Um, another way to connect with Empress. So we are in this delectable season of spring. Get outside. <laughs> Sink your feet into the earth. Frolic outside. You know, this is our home. This is our mother. The Empress is the mother card. Um, mother Earth. Like... Mother Earth is our home. She's here to nurture us. Allow her to. Um, the the song from Pocahontas comes to mind with with uh, with with Grandmother Willow when you know she wants you to connect to Earth. Right? Um, you are you are here on this Earth to be loved and to love, <laughs> to love and to be loved back. You are here to connect, like, you are not separate from earth, you are not separate from the seasons. Um, you know, this earth is here to teach us that, this earth, mother earth can teach you your own balance, um, your own rhythm with the seasons, right? Like, we are this constant moving through, flowing through different energies and different seasons. So allow yourself to connect with that wisdom and open yourself up to be loved by the seasons, to connect with the seasons, with the wisdom that comes with each season. It's so profound and your life will shape and you will find more meaning. You will find more connection when you allow yourself to engage in these practices. Um, you know, allow yourself to be loved by the flowers, the fresh air. Like, it's all so important to connect your body to the present time, to the season. It anchors you. It roots you into the here and now. So, I hope this episode provided some food for thought, you know, some inspiration and connection to the magnificent world that's about to get even bigger and more expansive. So work with this time, guys. Work with it. Be open and allowing to shift into your own new elated state of being. You can have all things. You can have all things. You are abundant you are capable. You are so capable. You are meant to have more. Be open to receiving all. Be, be open to receiving all of the beauty, all of the grace, all of the abundance, the love, and a magical existence. My last words for you is to let your heart guide you. You know, let your heart guide you. Your heart is your compass. Let the energies, let the energies of this time, this portal, you know, the energies of Jupiter, Neptune, and Pisces, allow them to support you in manifesting all the things, all the things, all of the things. Allow them to support you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, I hope you all enjoy your day. It was such a pleasure to connect with you and to share this wisdom. And don't forget April 12th, April 12th. Okay. So until next time, I will talk to you next time.
so long.